welcome, welcome, welcome another edition of From the Press Box with Wade Neely. Coming to you live from the Pulaski Citizen Headquarters here in downtown Pulaski. Wade Neely, glad to be with you guys. Jam-packed show today. So the front and the back end of our program going to be a little condensed, but it's for good reason. So stick around, folks. We have got terrific segments coming up in our program. We caught up with Giles County head coach, uh, head soccer coach Matthew Ogeron. Spoke to Richland Raider junior DB and wide receiver Jaden Pryor. All state wide receiver and DB Jaden Pryor, that is. And we also caught up with the head man himself, Richland Raider head coach Nick Patterson. Jam-packed guest lineup here for you guys this week. And we kind of kicked things off on the gridiron. It was a mixed bag for us here in Giles County as Richland wins 23-15, to holding down the fort for all three of our area teams. They get a nice win over Cascade, their first win of the season. And they also welcome Wayne County. We'll talk a little bit about that in our outro. But Wayne County comes calling this Friday night at Wayne Hobbs Memorial Stadium. Giles County suffers a 34-28 defeat to the Hardin County Tigers. That game was on the road. Had the broadcast Friday night. Oof, it was a tough third and fourth quarter. Giles County held scoreless in the second half, and they had two late fumbles that cost them a chance at their first victory last Friday. And it was the season opener for the Ardmore Tigers down in the south end of Giles County. Cooper Field had a raucous crowd. Everything was rocking. Everything was rolling. But Ardmore came up just shy. 16-7, your final there. West Limestone comes in and gets the victory. Kind of a roundup for all three of our area teams here. Again, it was a mixed bag. Props though to Richland. We'll talk, uh, as I mentioned, with Jaden Pryor and head coach Nick Patterson a little bit later, but a nice win for the Raiders versus Cascade to kind of kickstart their campaign as now they jump in to region play this week. On the other side, Giles County, kind of a mixed bag themselves as uh, they got to feel pretty confident about their performances through two weeks. They've done everything almost except get the win. So Giles County falls to Page in overtime week one. They fall to Hardin County, a 4A, really good 4A team on the road last week. They got another tough opponent coming up in the form of Fayetteville this Friday. And then Ardmore, their schedule is just brutal, folks. They got to go to West Morgan on Friday. It is going to be a tough ask for the Tigers. But for a team still kind of trying to find their identity, Maybe a road game could be just what the doctor ordered for them to get their first win of the season. I mentioned our guest coming up on the other side of this timeout. Caught up with my good friend and longtime Giles County boys and girls soccer coach Matthew Ogeron and the Lady Bobcats, a game that we broadcast on Pulaski Citizen Live, picked up a nice 6-0 win. 6-0 your final as the Lady Bobcats led 1-0 at the break, but they put five goals across in the second half. Four of those goals coming from Mia Harlow, who's having a great start to her junior year. We'll talk with Coach Ogeron. After that, we'll go into Richland Raider territory as we speak again with Jaden Pryor, an all-state defensive back last year for the Raiders, also playing wide receiver this year for Richland. And then we close out our guest this week with the head man himself, Nick Patterson, the head coach of Richland. So stick around, folks. We're going to take a quick time out when we come back. We'll dive into our weekly guest as you are watching From the Press Box with Wade Neely. We'll be back right after this. For over 50 years, PES Energize has been proudly powering our community in Pulaski and Giles County, Tennessee. We're more than just an electric utility. We also offer internet, TV, and phone services. Our commitment to our customers and our community is what sets us apart. 
we're dedicated to providing safe, reliable, and innovative services. At PES Energize, we believe that serving you is a privilege. We're here for all your energy needs. Visit PESenergize.com or call us today. Welcome back, guys. Another segment here on From the Press Box with Wade Neely. Wade Neely here at Rotary Soccer Park, joined as always by our good friend. He is the girls' high school soccer coach at Giles County. He is Matthew Ogeron. Coach, welcome to From the Press Box, partner. Your, your yeah. debut here yeah. tonight. Appreciate you having me. Appreciate you having me. Appreciate y'all doing this. We're, uh, we're pumped to be here. We're at Rotary Soccer Park. We're recording this on Tuesday. You guys are about an hour away from kickoff versus Marshall County. Kind of just wanted to catch up with where the Lady Bobcats have been thus far. Uh, feels like the season has just started, but it also feels like uh, we're, we're really kind of in the meat of the schedule. Two and three overall, first couple of matches. What have you seen out of your team that you like thus far? Uh, we've seen a lot of grit and determination. We're a young team, so we're growing each game. Uh, we've seen a lot of growth in just the last couple games uh, in Gatlinburg. They seem to really uh, come alive, find a little bit of physical play and some team chemistry on the field and off the field. Uh, so we're looking to uh, continue that momentum into district play. Yeah, and you guys, uh, we'll backtrack just a little bit. Got the season off with a nice, kickstarted with a nice win versus Fayetteville City. But let's go back to Gatlinburg. Uh, we were over in Hardin County doing the football broadcast Friday, getting some updates. Seems like uh, whether it's boys or girls, that's a great trip for you guys, and y'all always play quality competition. But a nice win, 2-1 to one versus William Blunt to open things up on Friday. Absolutely. Uh, Mia Harlow had a spectacular game. We were down 1-0 at um, the half, and for a young team going into half and uh, trailing, it's sometimes hard to come back and battle back and just find a way to win. And that's that grit that I was talking about, just not quitting uh, and not giving up on their self and just finding ways to execute. And uh, they did a great job of doing that in the second half. You come out of Gatlinburg, play two more tough teams. Results didn't go our way on Saturday. But uh, you come back, now you dive into the teeth of your district schedule. Kind of walk us through maybe uh, who we're looking at in this district and, and kind of where the Lady Bobcats maybe fit into the fold there. We've got a really tough district. Uh for the boys and girls, I mean, this has always been notoriously pretty uh, difficult. We lost a couple teams of Page and um, Lincoln County and Spring Hill, but pretty much everything else stayed the same. We picked up Franklin County, who's mm -hmm. been a uh, pretty big powerhouse in 3A soccer for the last couple of years with the girls' program. I think making it to the state the last two years. So um, we've got some tough competition, but we've just got to worry about our play and start off with a win tonight. We've talked a lot about uh, the goal scoring of Mia, uh, Mia Harlow, that is, for Giles County. Uh, you guys are trying to develop some other goal scorers. Who are some other young ladies uh, that you guys look to offensively? Some other other offensive uh, key players are uh, Tani Escobar, who's a freshman. Uh, I think she's got four goals on the year right now. And then Ramsey Owens, she's got two goals on the year right now. Uh, so those are two freshmen that have provided six of our goals uh, and a lot of our offense. They've uh, been the person that's assisting and getting the ball to Mia. So we're pretty proud of those three players offensively. Defensively uh, is where we're a little bit more veteran and laden uh, on a young team that's uh -huh. hard to come by, but we've got a lot of players that have got a lot of minutes on the field, so uh, we're, we're really relying on their uh, sense of play and sense of understanding of the game and uh, how to hold the entire defense together. Uh, let's go all the way to the back of the defense. Uh, what can you tell us about your goalkeeping unit? Uh, we've got uh, Kinsley Morris, who's a freshman this year, got great size, great fundamentals of keeper. She played last year for Bridgeforth, uh, played a little club this last spring, so she's developing nicely. She's going to be just a force to be reckoned with. I mean, she's kept us in some games already this season that we've been pleased to be in just because of her strong keeper play. Absolutely. And uh, 
uh, I guess now walking back even further, speaking of goalkeepers, uh, it's kind of been fun to watch. Uh, UT Southern got in the mix with you guys, uh, had not one but two signees, uh, and that's kind of been a longstanding tradition of trying to send kids to the next level. Uh, we saw Morgan and some others go on to play uh, or now feature on the Firehawks team. Kind of what can you tell us? Are you keeping tabs on the oh, young absolutely. ladies? Oh, absolutely. We've got three girls playing varsity. We've got one girl on the uh, junior varsity. We actually have I think another player that's come back from several years out that's on the varsity team as well. So that puts four Giles County players on the varsity team this year. I know in their very first uh, game that they got on the field, very first regular season uh, game of the season, Morgan Sharp got an assist, and Sienna Gentry got on the uh, score sheet with a yellow card 25 seconds into her play. So um, that's pretty nice that she was able to just show that she can be physical. Mm -hmm. For four years for me, uh, she was always a force to be reckoned with in the center back position, but um, her just transferring that to the college level is just is spectacular so. it's been fun to watch they're they obviously an elite program and we're, we're going to enjoy keeping tabs on them hopefully for years to come kind of switch gears just a little bit final few questions here um what does the status of the boys team look like it's, we've seen so many of the, the kids uh, that are playing football obviously chase and the, the call your brothers getting involved it seems like everybody's kind of getting in shape staying in shape but what soccer specific things, if any, are you guys working on? Uh, right now, not until uh, girl season's over do we start a conditioning program, but I can tell you that out here at Rotary Park, we've got a lot of the kids that come out here and just kick around. At least 10 to 15 of them every day are out here playing around, so uh, it's them training independently in the offseason that's going to really improve our game next year and take us to the next level. Uh, right now, it looks like we've got 32 players on the boys' team, mm -hmm. which is a substantial number. We'll have a full varsity and JV uh, and be able to develop some of the younger talent. Uh, we've got a couple seniors that we're going to lose this year and Patrick Holt, uh, Esteban Rangel, and Chase Carden, who are big leaders on the field uh, as far as the way that they play and uh, the way that they lead the team. But uh, really looking forward to that season. We've got a tough schedule ahead of us, uh, but we've we've got a great team coming back and um, looking forward to what the future holds. Absolutely. We'll get you out of here with this. Uh, we're out here at Rotary Soccer Park. The ladies are warming up. The guys are coming down on their off days and practicing. Just seems like big things are always going on at this park. We got the lights installed last year, which has been fantastic. We'll see those uh, later this evening. But uh, just if you would, just kind of speak to the growth of what we've got going on here at Rotary. Uh, well, we've just got finished top dressing the field. We're uh, planning on overseeding this coming uh, fall for the boys' season this next year, so we have a nice lush turf. Uh, we've got a lot of other small projects we've got going on just to develop the team. Uh, we got rec soccer starting uh, September the 9th is our first week of scrimmage games. We've got a lot of our refs on our girls and boys teams that have become certified refs, mm -hmm. so they're giving back to the community and being mentors for some of our young youth players in the county. So uh, just a lot of exciting things going on here at Rotary Park. Coach, we love it. We love what's going on here at Rotary. We love keeping up with the ladies squad, the boys team as well. And we certainly thank you for your time. Thank you so much for thank all that you. you do. Have a good day. That is Matthew Ogeron. He is the head soccer coach here of the Giles County Lady Bobcat program. They're getting ready to take on Marshall County. And this is going to take us to our next segment here on From the Press Box with Wade Neely. When it comes to real estate, Haney Realty and Property Management is the team you can trust. Our extensive knowledge of the market and industry allows us to help our clients with any real estate need. We know how to get results. So whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent, let us put our expertise to work for you. Call us today at 931-347-9150 or visit HaneyRealtyPem.com to learn more. Haney Realty and Property Management, your best friend in real estate. 
All right, guys, welcome back in. Another segment of From the Press Box here. We're on the campus of Richland High School. We've got our main man. He is junior safety and wide receiver, Jaden Pryor. Mr. Pryor, my friend, how you doing this I'm afternoon? Good. I'm good. We're great. It's uh, the middle of another week. Mm -hmm. We're two weeks into the football season. Have you finally kind of found your rhythm, kind of your groove? Where do you uh, kind of assess your game yeah, right now? I think now? we're starting to get there. Um, you could tell there were butterflies and had knocked the rust off first first couple weeks, but we're getting there. Um, and for myself, I'm starting to see a difference too. So. Yeah, you've been you've been uh, having a great start to your junior year. You know, an all-state sophomore campaign. Mm -hmm. Um, I asked a couple of uh, individual kids this a few weeks ago, but since you and I are just speaking, what did you kind of specifically work on on your individual game as far as over the summer months here? Uh, tackling was a big thing. I knew I had to get that, get a lot better at that to uh, progress my junior season. So, so now you guys are kind of rolling. Uh, hard fault game versus Lincoln County, lose it at the buzzer there, but then you got a nice bounce back win. Had two great games at home thus far. Big win versus Cascade last Friday. Um, I guess first things first, um, what's it been like playing your first two games at home? Because we've had massive crowds at Wayne Hobbs Stadium for you guys. It's nice. It's nice seeing all the support that we get each game. And um, just being able to play those two games at home. And now we're about to play our third game at home. Uh, it's nice just getting into a rhythm at our home. So, you, Yeah, you guys have had a great uh start to the year great crowd support um let's kind of talk in you mentioned wayne county they're coming in but this is the first time all season we got that little r on the schedule it's a region mm -hmm. game what does it mean when you see a region opponent uh the first two games non-region but now you really kind of ramp up the intensity it's a big deal you know we can't take it lightly and uh never let our um foot off the gas you know just never let up and uh i mean it's a region game i mean this is what matters so we gotta step it up a little bit it's going to be a big showdown here Saturday or Friday night, beg pardon, uh, at Wayne Hobbs. Um, curious now, we mentioned safety, we mentioned receiver. Let's start with defense. You had a, a great season last year, tons of interceptions, uh, and I was at one of the games. I saw you rocking the turnover chain last year. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you were a frequent uh, owner mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. um, what are you looking for specifically when you're on defense, especially uh, as the ball is in the air trying to make an interception like that? What, what kind of reads are you looking at, I guess? I'm just doing my job, really. You know, I'm just doing what's going to help our team out. And getting turnovers, that is a big part of our defense. I mean, that's we live off term, turnovers a lot. So Those are huge, and uh, those kind of get you kick-started on offense. Mm -hmm. Let's flip-flop it now. Um, having a great start to your junior year as far as a wide receiver goes. Um, seems like you guys are loaded in terms of depth at wide receiver. What's that like being a part of a big group, knowing that you've got a couple different guys that can make big plays? It's really nice because, you know, we have a couple guys that play two ways. So, you know, if I ever need to come out on offense or somebody else needs to come out, we're not worried about it because we've got depth. So we know that the next person in line is going to do their job too. So. You, you've got uh, Bryce throwing the ball. Blaine, obviously, has had a great camp yeah. as well for you guys. Um, what's it like knowing you got two really good quarterbacks uh, who can deliver the football kind of where you want it as far as a receiver? It's really nice. Um, we don't really have to worry. We just got to run our route, and we know the ball will be there for us to catch. So we just got to make a play on it. And we got a great passing game, but we also got a really good running attack. Mm -hmm. uh, three, four, five guys deep in terms of your running back unit. What makes those guys so effective in your mind? I mean, we, I mean, we can pass the ball, run the ball, so nobody knows what we're going to do. So that's a great thing about our offense. So you never know what's coming. And I got to ask you, we'll close with this. Friday night, you got Wayne County coming in, uh, two straight home games. This will be the third. 
Um, the crowd has really been behind you guys. Have y'all been challenging kind of the uh, the fans and the students during the, the hallway this week, trying to get out and get a big support for Friday night? Yeah, of course. You know, we always look forward to having our fans there and our student section being loud. It helps us a lot too. So we've been trying to get them out there and stuff. So. Final question, uh, what's one key thing, both on offense, one key thing on defense, you specifically, Jaden Pryor, your junior year, what are you going to uh, try and work on Friday night versus a really good Wayne County team? Um, stop their run game. Um, that's a that's a big thing for us, so tackling. Um, I look forward to uh, getting my tackling up. And um, for offense, I would like to, you know, get another touchdown under my belt, so that would be nice. We, we look forward to it. Thank you for your time, my yes, friend, sir. and uh, best of luck Friday night. We look forward to calling your name a lot, both on offense and defense, brother. Yes, sir. Jaden Pryor with us, folks, here. We're going to take a quick timeout. Right when we come back, we'll speak to Raiders head coach Nick Patterson. You're listening and watching from the press box. We'll be back right after this. The Natural Gas Department of Pulaski is here to help you save money. Natural gas is safe, efficient, and cost-effective. It's up to 50 to 60% less expensive than electricity for home heating. Plus, it's clean and efficient, so you can feel good about your choice. Call us today for service or visit our website to learn more. Make the switch to natural gas and start saving today. Told you guys it was going to be a quick time out. We're back here on From the Press Box of Way Neely. We're live on the campus of Richland High School. Talking with head coach Nick Patterson. Coach, good to finally catch up with you. You and I have been uh, trying to get in contact. We've been trading texts. We've been uh, trading emails, but it's good to see you here on campus. Week three, my friend. Man, good to see you too. It, yeah, it's uh, that time of year, so it's kind of crazy in and out and that sort of thing, but glad to have you here for sure. We are pumped, and we're pumped about the Raiders. Fresh off a big win. We know week one was a nail-biter. Did not go our way, but week two we bounced back. 23-15, good quality win and uh, a victory over Cascade here at home last Friday. It was. Uh, you know, it's it's another higher classification game. We wanted to get those under our belt early for region play and kind of set us up for that. And uh, Cascade's always a big physical team, and this was no exception. Uh, they, they were certainly bigger than us Friday night, uh, but the guys did a good job of uh, battling. I think the heat probably helped us a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're in pretty good shape and, and we rotate a lot of guys and so that helped us kind of tire them out and, and get them going. So it was a big, big plus for us. Going to talk a little more, but uh, you just mentioned uh, conditioning. Through two weeks, uh, out, even outside of Giles County, seems like some teams are taking notice that you guys, maybe more than any other team, have really put an emphasis on that conditioning. Uh, can we attribute that to anything in particular? Because you guys have had a great uh, success in that regard in these hot temperatures? Well, probably a couple factors. Coach Hogue, our strength and conditioning coach, does a great job for us in getting us ready. Uh, and then just the way we practice, uh, we're a no huddle tempo kind of team, so we try to push it in practice. And, uh, you know, we think that helps us and carries over to the ball games too. So It certainly has. And uh, now we dive in. You made a great point a moment ago. You said we played 5A in week one and we took on Cascade, another higher classification team in week two. But it really kind of is setting the stage for this Friday night versus Wayne County. Everything kind of building toward those region games. And you guys are in an absolute slobber knocker of a region now. It is, uh, you know, week in, week out. That's what I told the guys yesterday. You know, you, you, there's not a team we can't beat, but there's also not a team that, that can't whoop us if we don't show up. So I uh, wanted to play those those bigger schools early, like I said, to, you know, kind of just get us in that mindset and, and prepare our bodies for what's ahead. 
Uh, you don't get any better playing, you know, teams that you know you can whoop. And, you know, a lot of times people schedule those games early. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we wanted to challenge ourselves this year. And the guys did a really good job. We, you know, we weren't able to pull it out week one. Uh, but that, that game against Lincoln County is going to carry over and help us throughout the course of this season. No doubt. It seems like we see a lot of teams, uh, yeah, you get a couple easy wins, so to speak, under your belt. But if the teams are getting challenged early, uh, that leads to success. And uh, having said all that, I'm gonna, not going to ask you necessarily for a grade, but I am curious, uh, who are some units or even players, I guess, that have stood out to you through two weeks, maybe uh, ahead of schedule or somebody that's really kind of excelling? You know, really been pleased with our effort overall, period. Uh, uh, but i got to mention our O-line. Uh, we graduated four seniors last year, and that was probably the biggest question mark going into this year. And uh, then Watkins, Cam Taylor, uh, two of the seniors leading that up. Uh, force, but that whole group uh, has really overperformed, and, and they've done it against teams that were a whole lot bigger than us. And so, you know, really proud of that group and how they've stepped up and allowed our run game to keep on flourishing. You know, we were we were thinking we we're going to have to be a little more pass heavy than what we've been mm -hmm. so far, but uh, we've been able to grind it out on folks. And uh, you know, that that's a tribute to those guys and what they've done up front. Now, along with that goes the running backs. Uh, you said earlier, you know, we got a stable of guys that are doing a good job. Mm -hmm. Andrew Huff, Nash, Patty. Of course, Bryce is running the ball for us a lot too. So. Uh, just that whole group has done a, a really, really good job. We would like to get our passing game going a little bit more, and hopefully this week we'll make that happen. And uh, kind of speaking to that point, in the preseason you had told me uh, that developing that depth was so clutch and so crucial for you guys, and it seems like the fruits of that kind of come in uh, bearing right before us. We see depth at the running back position. We really see a lot of depth at the wide receiver position, which to me personally is really impressive to see considering you guys are, uh, even though a little bit larger, still a 1A school. Yeah, it is, and in 1A ball, man, uh, that depth's going to be big time. I was talking to a couple coaches this week, and, you know, they're already worried about the season with the loss of a couple guys. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, injuries are going to happen, and, and we've got an injury or two ourselves, but because of the depth we've built, uh, you know, we feel good that we can keep rolling and everything keep going on. And I need to mention the defense as well. It's played really, really good. Mm -hmm. Returned a lot of guys from last year on that unit, and, uh They've done a good job. Uh, Coach Hendo and, and, and his staff, defensive staff, have done a great job with the game planning and, and, and getting stops. Yeah, you guys have been playing well on both sides of the ball. Um, we'll close in a minute with a uh, big game Friday versus Wayne Kane, but I'm curious, uh, you uh, especially I really love to see here at Richland, you guys take a lot of pride and emphasis on being good uh, student athletes first and especially in terms of extracurricular. Um, I want you to maybe uh, speak to the involvement with FCA in particular because you guys – Seems like y'all are very committed, do a fantastic job. And as we sit here today, you guys have just gone uh, up to Columbia for a nice event up there. Uh, just kind of, if you would, just kind of encapsulate uh, that involvement with your program. Well, you know, we just we feel it's important on, on several different levels. And uh, got a lot of guys that are involved in that. Andrew Huff and, and Jaden Pryor, who just spoke, are, are leaders for us in FCA. Uh, we take the team trip to, to FCA football camp every mm -hmm. summer, and that's been a, a big deal for us. Uh, again, in lots of ways. I mean, you're taking them off campus and, and out of town for a couple of days and really getting that team bonding. They're getting away from mom and dad and having to grow up a little bit and rely on each other. Uh, and then just the, the aspect of it being the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and what that means. And, uh, you know, that's important to us as a team. Uh, you know, we've kind of made a priority since we've been here and the guys have ran with it. Uh, Blaine Woodard and, and several others. Uh, uh, Blaine Harmon, those two guys do a good job of kind of leading our our, our prayer every day, uh, you know, when they get done. And uh, I'm just proud of how they've accepted that role and, and, and took that over and 
you know, want it to be an important part of who we are, uh, that character part of it and, and the faith part of it, all of it's really big for us. Absolutely, and uh, that's what I'm impressed, uh, kind of observing you guys from afar, is the wins and losses will be what they be, but it really seems about growing young men through the game of football for you guys. Well, you know, that really that that's my coaching philosophy and always has been. Uh, I, You know, I grew up in a tradition of winning at Riverdale High School in the late 90s, and we won a whole lot of football. But I had coaches that poured into my life and helped me be who I am. And, uh, you know, I feel like it's part of giving back, and it's part of, of God's calling on my life as a coach to – uh, not only make them successful football players, and I think that's a byproduct anyway, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, make them successful employees and successful fathers and husbands down the road. I mean, that, that's just that, that's what this game really is about to me in the long run. Absolutely, and that, that uh, 100% agree with that. Uh, and speaking of growing through the game of football, speaking of team building, uh, we do dive back in now. It's week three. Uh, at home yet again, which is obviously a fantastic plus, but we got a very talented Wayne County team coming in, and we know a region game always cranks the intensity up a notch. What's kind of your initial thoughts as a very hungry Wildcat team comes in here Friday? Man, they've really improved. Uh, they're big and physical, uh, so again, another physical test force, another team that's going to be bigger than us as we line up. Um, you know, they, they run the split back veer, which is an old school offense, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a smash mouth type offense, and so we got to be ready for that and uh, fire off the ball. It's something that we're not going to see a whole lot, which is, helps them be successful because they're kind of an anomaly offense. But you know, with everybody spreading it out nowadays and that sort of thing, but uh, we got to be ready for it because they're going to come ready to to play us. Uh, they got a big win last week against Summertown, and uh, you know, I think they feel like they've turned the tides. They got a new coaching staff, and uh, you know, pretty excited about what they got going on over there. So we got our hands full, and we're going to have to show up and play. Coach, we know the Raiders will be ready. We know the fans. Uh, and I asked Jaden about that, too. I guess we'll close with that. Uh, what's it been like just knowing, especially with these first three games being at home, that we've got tremendous support from the Raider faithful every Friday night? Man, it's unbelievable the the amount of community support that is at Richland. Uh, you know, it's been packed both weeks so far. Uh, we had a community pep rally the Thursday night before we played, and uh, people were lining up at, at 5 o'clock, and the event didn't even start till 6.30. And so they've just been pouring into these guys, and, uh, you know, that's really important for us and, and, and for them to see the amount of support they have. Uh, it used to be that way back in the 80s and 90s, I'm told, you know, when they were really rocking and doing some good things, and then kind of downturned for a while. But, uh, you know, because of their play, because of the type of character kids we have here, uh, we're getting those fans back, and that's exciting to see. Absolutely. Coach, it's going to be exciting on Saturday or Friday night. Uh, I'm thinking Saturday. College football is already yes, back, sir. which is crazy. It's my favorite time of the year. Coach Nick Patterson, thank you so much, brother. Good to catch up with you. We look forward to it again real soon. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, Wayne. Nick Patterson, head coach of the Richland Raiders, on our final segment here of From the Press Box. We're going to take a timeout and get ready to close it out. We'll be back right after this. If you're looking for a new job, let M&M Staffing be your guide. With over 20 years of experience, we know how to connect great people with great opportunities. We work with over 80 companies, so we're sure to find the perfect job for you. Our team is dedicated to helping you succeed, and our high customer satisfaction rate proves it. Ready to get started? Visit us at mnmstaffing.net or give us a call today at 931-347-4255. Welcome back, folks. Final segment here on From the Press Box with Wade Neely. Once again, coming to you live from Citizen Headquarters here in downtown Pulaski. Time to wrap things up with the big finish. Wild, wild uh, number of games to get into. And we begin in college soccer where UT Southern 
up and down week for their two programs as the ladies, the number seven nationally ranked women's soccer program for UT Southern falls to rival Bethel 2-0 on Tuesday night. Tough loss for the Firehawks. They'll try and turn things around uh, in a matchup on Friday at Mount Vernon Nazarene. That game is being played up in Ohio. The men's program, however, picked up a nice win, 6-1 versus Midway, Kentucky. Interim head coach Brett Boland has got the Firehawks rolling. They're off to a 3-0 start. They play a tough Milligan squad on Saturday. That game will be played over in East Tennessee. Speaking of East Tennessee, speaking of Saturday, I'll be at Nissan Stadium this weekend when the Tennessee Volunteers come rolling into Nashville. It is officially a sellout. It is going to be a wild scene at Nissan Stadium as all the Vols fans descend upon Nashville this weekend. Josh Heupel and the Volunteers looking to see if their offense can pick up right where they left off last year. Joe Milton now the quarterback, and the Vols will take on Virginia. Kickoff comes your way at 11 a.m. It is going to be a busy week of college football all across the nation as they get underway this weekend. But it's a real busy week for us on Friday as, again, you're scheduled this week. We have Richland at home for a third straight week. They take on Wayne County. That is a huge region showdown. We have Giles County hosting Fayetteville. That is going to be an electric non-region matchup at the Brickyard. Both of those games will be broadcast on Pulaski Citizen Live. Download the Mixler app and search PCL GCHS, search PCL Richland, or visit PulaskiCitizen.com to find those ball games. And Ardmore closes us out Friday night. The Tigers under head coach Jonathan Snyder got a tough one on the road, but they will look to knock off Wes Morgan when they take the field on Friday night. That's about all the time we've got, folks. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It's always a treat to bring you guys another edition of From the Press Box. Remember to share this with your friends and make sure that you like and subscribe as we close it out. We'll see you next Thursday on another edition of From the Press Box with Wade Needham.